Parliament's Transport Inquiry has finalised its report and it's uh, tabled in uh, the Upper House and is available online to have a look at. Some of the things they've called for, and this is uh, an all-party MP committee, increasing the frequency of bus services, simplifying concessions, trialling passenger rail services from Mount Barker, uh, from uh, Roseworthy, from Port Augusta, and uh, also Aldinga which obviously that one requires a line. I think Rosewater would as well. It's all been lying vacant for several decades now. But uh, separate bike infrastructure across the state, more traffic calming measures, speed limit restrictions, um, allowing e-scooters, privately run ones, to be used on footpaths and indeed on roads, a statewide strategic transport network plan. There's a whole heap of different things in it. It was chaired by Green Supper House MP Robert Sims, who is on the line. Robert, good morning. Good morning, Matthew, and congratulations on the new role. It's Thank good you. to talk to you. Thank you very much. Now, the uh, report that's been tabled, do you think the government will action this? Or they, they have the appetite? A lot of this requires money in terms of rail extensions primarily, and, and particularly that's a lot of cash to, uh, to yeah. set up trains. Yeah, look, it would require a bit of an investment from government, but, you know, let's not forget that this government, working with the federal um, government, has announced a $15 billion road project in the North-South Corridor. And I would argue that that's a lot of money to spend um, on a road project. Really, they should be looking at what they can do to invest in public transport infrastructure and active transport infrastructure. And just the other day, we saw a, a news from the government that they've announced that the biggest land release in South Australian history with a plan to build thousands of more homes. And, you know, we certainly, from the Greens' perspective, we welcome the um, activation of more homes on the market. We desperately need that. But the question is, what's going to happen with the transport infrastructure? And uh, really, these communities need to be linked in with public transport. And I think making rail a priority is really important as part of any planning for new residential areas. Rail's been lacking, hasn't it? I suppose the government could point to the Aldinga extension and uh, the spur line into Port Adelaide. But essentially, we've we've always maintained the same four lines that we've had for, for centuries now. And, uh, well, two at least into the second century. <laughs> and anyway, yeah. uh, we've, uh, we haven't really developed beyond that. Uh, the spur lines we used to have all over the shop down to Wollonga, for instance, and there was a proposal in the eighties for a line to Ranella and, and, uh, that, that part of uh, Adelaide. Um, that all went nowhere and, and the other spurs have disappeared like that Wollonga line and many others too. So we've, uh, we've, have we missed the boat on all of that? Well, I don't think it's too late um, for the government to step up here. You know, we've got regional communities that are crying out for investment of this kind. You know, if you look at um, places like Burra, for instance, um, people in the Barossa who are finding it really challenging to be able to access a doctor without having to drive for hours. You know, these are some real um, challenges that, that people are facing in the region. And I think having a regional rail network would really um, be a, a significant boon for those communities. It would also be a job creator. And, you know, we could actually make it 
uh, powered by hydrogen um, and uh, that would be a great way of showcasing new technology as well that's good for the environment. So I think there's a lot of potential here. What's needed is the leadership from government to make it a priority. Uh, I'll be seeking a meeting with um, the Transport Minister to talk about the inquiry and the recommendations, which were joint party and, and involved all political parties, and see what they're going to do to actually um, address some of the things that have been raised by the community. Well, the Barossa line's a no-brainer, given the fact that the corridor is still there, the track is still on it, and uh, the growing population of, for instance, New uh, especially on the Truro side of the town where new housing is going in at a rate of knots, it uh, just seems so obvious, but maybe not so. Um <laughs> The, it does, yeah. totally, particularly, might I say, Matthew, when they don't have a hospital up there, mm. um, you know, and you've got people that are expected to drive for hours to go to a medical appointment. Um, you know, South Australia is the only place in the country that doesn't have a regional rail network. So why hasn't that been made a priority? Um, it's and- fair to say there, though, we we don't have the population base of, say, Victoria, where, where trains can run every 22, I think it is, minutes to Ballarat, uh, because it, Ballarat becomes the feeder for all the towns around yeah. it, and, you know, it's a quick trip on the train from there into Melbourne relatively, and uh, they can whiz back and forth because they've got 5 million people. We, we don't. I mean, where are we going to send people to? A three-hour trip yeah. to Murray Bridge on a train? That's not going to work. <laughs> No, and look, you do raise a fair point about the differences in population, but the other aspect here that the inquiry looked at was freight. And, you know, there's a big issue up in the Adelaide Hills at the moment in terms of congestion on our roads. And having a regional rail network that serviced Mount Barker and went up to the Adelaide Hills Mm. would provide passenger options, but also freight options. And that would reduce that congestion on the roads and mean less trucks on our roads. And I think that's something that um, a lot of South Australians would welcome, particularly at a time when we're seeing so many issues on our roads in terms of serious accidents. Yeah, indeed. So that's your the statewide strategic transport network plan that you refer to in, in the release, for instance. That would obviously include regional freight and getting some of those grain services back up and running, especially maybe. That's right. It, it, try to get at all of these things. And, and this is what's been lacking from both major parties, actually, over the last 30 years, is we haven't seen a long-term plan in terms of dealing with transport, all aspects of transport, regional rail, buses, but also active transport too, like cycling networks. And one of the issues that we heard from um, the community loud and clear in, as part of this inquiry was that People want to actually get out there and cycle and and look at alternatives to car travel, but it's not safe for them to do so because there isn't enough separated cycling infrastructure. They're having to compete with cars. Uh, they're putting themselves and their their families particularly at risk. Um, and, you know, that's something that needs to be looked at by government because we've got to reduce carbon emissions. Is, and it's good for community health as well. Is this part of the problem of living in a 15, 20-minute city, though, that uh, the car is just so handy and so obvious uh, uh, way to get around that uh, bikes and everything else are left in the shed apart from the recreational use of a weekend ride, perhaps? Yeah, I do think car has become king in Adelaide. But, you know, part of that's also a chicken and egg thing. We haven't seen government invest in the alternatives. Mm. I know a lot of people that drive simply because it's not convenient for them to take public transport because it doesn't service the area they need to go or it's um, too uh, infrequent. And, And I know a lot of people that want to cycle, but they're nervous because there isn't the separated cycling infrastructure in place that's going to make them feel safe. And that's why we've 
pushing for things like, you know, having some trials of separated bike infrastructure, trialling reduced speed limits in residential areas and a range of other mechanisms to see what might work to reduce that reliance on the car. Yeah, all right. So this goes now to uh, to the Minister and, as you say, you'll be sitting down with both sides to have chats? That's right. Um, and I've actually already requested a, a, a meeting with the Minister and I'm hoping that we can make that happen mm. because there's a range of things here that have come out of the report that relate to his port but also um, road safety and looking at things like e-scooters too. There's a lot in the report that um, the Parliament and the Government need to work through. All right. And just while I've got you, Robert, I, I know I'm sure you'd have a comment on the rent bargaining to stop announcement made by the Government today. Yeah, look, we really welcome um, the fact that the government are moving to outlaw rent bidding. It's something we've been advocating for in the Greens for a long time that we need to scrap. But, you know, Matthew, there's a hell of a lot more work that needs to be done in this space. We need to get rid of no-cause evictions. We need to legislate so there's a presumption in favour of renting with pets. And we also need to legislate for rent controls because rent is just out of control at the moment. So these are these sorts of issues that the Greens will be looking at when this bill comes before Parliament. But getting rid of um, rent bidding, it's a really unfair practice and it's a good start, but a lot of work to do. All right, Robert Sims, thank you for your time. Thanks very much. Good to talk to you. Likewise. Upper House Greens MP here in State Parliament. The transport report is out now. If it's your thing, you can certainly look at that on uh, the SA Parliamentary website and, uh, and find it there. Uh, but uh, they're calling for a lot of things. And, and look, most of it needs a lot of money. So I don't imagine things will happen there. One of the options or one of the items on the agenda that they want is a rail line to uh, Aldinga. So the Seaford line extended and uh, trials of trains to be run there. Well, you need the line first, obviously, and I reckon if the line is built, there's no point trialling it. It'll just run. The government has put the corridor aside at least, so that is uh, locked away. But And it will happen one day as more and more people move further south. Uh, that line somehow needs to get down to Victor, doesn't it?